Welcome to episode 90 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer.com. And also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one eating all the, all the seasonal offerings at the parks. And you can find me on my personal Twitter at Vernon Lover. And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, guys. I'm the one waterproofing my cameras, getting ready for the summer events. Um, I'm Trish. I take photos at the park, and you can find me at Dream Sweets Love, and uh, both on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, but yeah, like, are you not excited about summer? I am. I I, I can't wait for it to start. Oh Mainly my gosh! All, like the whole pirates thing at Disney Sea, and all the cute Chip and Dale everything. <gasps> everything, like literally everything. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! But we will talk more about that in the in in the news section. Okay, right. How's that sound? Sounds good. It's good. Yeah, we have some house cleaning things we need to take care of really <laughs> quickly first. First off, Patreon. Thank you so much to everyone who's contributing to our Patreon. And if you've been pledging fifteen dollars or more, we just released our bonus episode, bonus episode number six, where. Trish and I talk about what we think OLC can do to one-up Universal Studios Japan. That's a pun, by the way. <laughs> um, so if you're pledging $15 or more, you do get access to this episode. And you also get access to the previous five episodes as well. So there's a lot of content there for you to, to listen to. Um, there's also different levels of pledges that you can do on Patreon. Um, if you pledge $5 or more, you're going to get access to our episodes 24 hours before everybody else. And who and who doesn't love early access? Like, come on. Honestly. So <laughs> VIP. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Th- thank you to everyone who's already contributing. And if you want to contribute, we will have a link in the show notes. And you can also go to patreon.com slash TDR now. And everything's on there. For you. And as you guys know, we're at episode 90, which means we're only 10 away from episode 100. Can you believe it? We're almost at 100 episodes. I remember when we were saying, oh my goodness, we're almost at 50 episodes. Do you remember? I'm like, how did how did this even happen? How do we get to 50? Now, now we're here. We're almost at 100. Almost at 100. That is... That is fantastic. And I know there's a lot of listeners out there who have been with us since the beginning. And thank you guys so much. It's been it's been one heck of a ride. And we're still going. We're still going. And we have no plan on stopping anytime soon. Um, but we want to know, what do you want us to do for episode 100? Give us your ideas. Um, if you're on Patreon, you can post on the community forums there because we do read that. Um, if you're not on Patreon, you can also shoot us an email, contact at tdrexplorer.com, and just let us know what do you want us to do. Like, I don't know, should we, I, like, you know, I, I know people do, like, you know, these, like, podcasts from the park and stuff like that, um, but we can, you know, kind of maybe come up with something more unique or something like that. I, I don't know, maybe have a bunch of previous guests come on or get, try and book, you know, like, higher profile guests. I don't know. Something. We want to hear your ideas. Let us know, <laughs> you guys. We're really excited to hear your ideas. And you always come up with really interesting things. So keep those ideas coming. 
what are we what are we talking about this podcast what are we not talking about okay no <laughs> <laughs> what are we not? well there's a big list there's a big list we're, we'll be here a while if we do that <laughs> okay we're you know we're doing our news there's not a lot of news this week unfortunately but there's some stuff um we've got our crowd forecast we're gonna be talking about the henna myhama tokyo bay hotel which is like a really interesting place to stay so you can hear all about that there's robot dinosaurs so stay tuned um we are going to be doing our park tip and we're also going to be answering listener questions yay (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah uh not not a ton of news but there's some some news um there's a lot of new merchandise out at tokyo disney resort right now well now in the next few days we're gonna have all the summer merchandise coming out plus we have um generic summer merchandise that's available at both parks and there's new like stella lou merchandise gelatoni merchandise duffy merchandise and there's a whole bunch of like um attraction specific merchandise yes there there's some some really interesting stuff out right now there's stuff that was released before like the country bears stuff oh yeah 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 right like what what else is coming out what what is the new stuff i forgot um there's jungle cruise jungle merchandise cruise. okay it's a little late, but when it first opened, I was like, they have to sell those amulets. It was really late that they sold the amulets, but they're selling the little amulets, which are so cute. So you can have one for each of the little spirit animals. That's so cool. I love that. And I know like, um, I know one, one of the biggest complaints people like people have when they come over here is there's not a lot of like attraction specific merchandise or stuff that says Tokyo Disney Resort on it. And I feel like. Someone somewhere said something internally, and now they're starting to bring this stuff out more, which is good. I like it. And, you know, um, it's good. It shows that they're listening. We've also seen the gorgeous Peter Pan merchandise that they released earlier in the year. Um, So, yeah, keep it coming, OLC, because people want to spend their money and you're making some really cool stuff. Yeah, there's tons of people that want this stuff. Like merchandise posts are the most popular thing on our site and also on our YouTube page. Like people just love this stuff. There's actually, there's this, um, it's a jungle cruise shirt. Like it has the jungle cruise logo on it, but it has a bunch of other, um, like jungle Disney jungle themed, um, things. (laughs) Um, there's, uh, like the, 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 the t-shirt has jungle cruise, the lion King, um, and the jungle book on it. Nice. Which I think is actually really cool. I do too. Uh, And I like seeing that like it's not all like princess merchandise, you know. I like I like that adventure side, you know. That's so cool. Let's see more of that. And they have um a Bugs Life merchandise as well, which is a little random, but that's cool. It's it's a little little retro. Yeah, it's a it's a little like a little obscure. Uh, you know, you know Japanese just a bit. kids love bugs. Like summer so is bug true. hunting season, right? Yeah. So they have. Um, I don't remember any of their names, so forgive me. And I didn't look this up ahead of time. But there's the blue ant, the the main guy. <laughs> um, and then there's the the chubby caterpillar. I feel terrible. I don't know their names. Um, and then there's the uh, the ladybug. That's not a lady. Uh, the one that's like. <laughs> I like these descriptions better than the names. <laughs> <laughs> and honest. then and then there's the like d- are they the dung beetles or what are they oh like the, the ones little that blue do guys flips. i don't know yeah those those guys so they have those as the like straps which i think is actually really cool that is really cool um and then for the they have like fruit merchandise so there's oh, yes. a plush mickey dressed as a pineapple and a plush mini dressed as a watermelon mm-hmm. like come on like how can you not like that? You need it. And it ties oh into the new attraction that they're building, so you can use it later. <laughs> I know. This is what we oh. think about you guys. When they build that mini meet and greet that has her wearing the, the watermelon dress. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then you'll be all ready. Oh, and then you can get a mini t-shirt, or sorry, a mini mouse t-shirt that looks like water a watermelon. Yeah, that's going to be a big seller for sure. Oh. I can see a lot of the stuff selling out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have like these circular towels. Like one looks like a watermelon that's cut. Another one looks like an orange that's cut. And they are bringing back the banana pen, which is awesome. Yes. I love that thing. I bought it like two years ago and I still use it. 
<laughs> so here's the thing with these round towels. I don't get it. I know it's really hot. It's not just at Disney. It's like this year in general, they're like really hot. Everybody is selling these circular towels. What do you think, Chris? I'm like, I'm like it's hard to hang. So I'm like, uh, but maybe good I for don't... the beach. I don't, yeah, you know, I really don't know. I feel like you're getting less towel. I kind of don't get it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're getting a little too old. We might be. <laughs> we might be. We're the old generation. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting to turn into that. We're being replaced. Oh, um, oh, and there's like, there's this watermelon pencil case and there's this pineapple cushion, which is a round cushion. Um and there's a waffle pineapple dessert. What? Yeah, this little waffle, like little mini waffles. Like you know, mm-hmm. they're they're in the like uh, the um 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 omiyage, oh, you know the my God. food souvenirs, yeah. and they're pineapple flavored waffles. What shape are they? Uh they're just round. I want them pineapple shaped. Well, round ish. Next year, LLC, make them pineapple shaped. <laughs> Oh, and then they have watermelon cookies. <gasps> yes. Watermelon That's cookies. That's so good. That is so good. Um, and now, so the attraction merchandise. So this is, they kind of, it's kind of like a hodgepodge in a sense. Mm-hmm. So like there's a mug that has all the logos of all the different um, lands and ports. Just kind of mashed, mashed onto that. Yeah. And they, they, they have the, it's. It's the same design. They kind of have it across multiple things. So there's a mug, there's a plate, there's a cushion, there's a drink bottle, uh, there's a photo stand, um, and they also have the badge set. So if you have a favorite land mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. port, you can get these little um, badges. So they have ones that are like specific attractions. So there's one with Tower of Terror, um, another one that says Fantasyland, one that says American Waterfront, Toontown, Port Discovery. Um, and then they have all these towels that fold a certain way, and they will reveal like um, one of the logos from one of the different ports. Oh my goodness! There's one with Chip and Dale. Yes. The Beaver Brothers Explorers Canoes. Oh, and that's with a good Chip attraction too. Oh my goodness! And then uh, it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. Uh, there's some food stationery. So yes! letter sets, memo sets. Clear folders, okay. uh, notes, notepads, sticky pads. Um, they all have what it, it looks like. It's hand drawn. It is. Um, food. It's hand drawn. The stickers look to die for. Um, I have to buy it. And okay, note you guys, just so that you know, if you want to buy this stuff, it's only in the park. And I feel like it's only Disneyland. It might be at the Disney Sea Stationery Store, but they don't have it at Bon Voyage. So we went to the parks and then we I was like, oh, no, I forgot the stationery. And so I went to Bon Voyage to look at the stationery section and they don't have it there. So don't forget it if you're yes. in the parks. OK, but no, that's like my favorite thing. I need it and I can actually use it for work. So I like like when they make goods that are practical, but mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. ridiculous. The design on that is so good. And again, I think I think we must be getting older because we're looking for practical stuff now. No, man. Okay, here's the thing. After you bought like a million character badges, you don't have room for them anymore. And also, that's true. You know, I've been forbidden from buying them anymore. So I can only buy. I'm only allowed to buy practical stuff. So um, I think tote bags fall into that category. And anything I can use for work or for household things also counts. So <laughs> stationary. Let's go. um and then there's also they're called towel stoppers i don't really quite understand these but they look like hair they look like hair bands but i think you like you can like put your towel like put your towel through like the little ring so it kind of like hangs off your bag oh yeah i get it it looks like yeah Yeah, so it 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 kind of looks like this like a like a scrunchie Mm -hmm. a little bit but it has like a button on it so you can undo it and I think how it works is you just like attach it to something and then you put your towel through it. So you don't, so your towel is like easily accessible. I want it. Nobody needs it, but oh my goodness, it, it's cute. It's There's so good uh, for summer that you use towels so much. Oh know? yeah. And it's kind of annoying having them like in your pocket or like rummaging through your bag mm-hmm. to get it. 
And they have, uh, looks like there's five. There's a Stitch and Scrump one. Oh. Uh, Little Green Aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chip and Dale. Of course. Um, an Alice in Wonderland themed one. There's a red rose and a heart on it. Oh. And then there's a Chandu one. Chandu, that's the one. That's the one I want. Um, and they're still doing Danny the Lamb merchandise, which is really odd. I don't know, man. I mean, okay, I love Danny the Lamb, but I feel like it's gone on a little too long. Yeah, they like Danny the Lamb came out for the year of the Lamb, which was what two thousand fifteen, mm-hmm. and they just kind of kept him, and they just kind of keep releasing merchandise for him, which I think is cool. I guess if you're like really into that, it's like something that's kind of, I guess, obscure. I don't know. How many Danny the Lamb fans are there? Because I feel like there's certain seasons when it makes more sense. And I guess summer, you know, like a summer county fair or something like that makes sense. But I just, I don't know. I feel like his time has passed. (laughs) Sorry, Danny. Um, And then for you Duffy fans out there, um, there is the My Friend Duffy CD being re-released with the updated song with Gelatoni in it. Oh, my gosh. You need it. Does it have the dialogue? Tell me it has the dialogue. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, tons of merchandise. We have all this on the website. I know we kind of went a little long on it, but we got a little excited. But um, It's like, I want everything. I love what they're doing right now with the merch. It's fantastic. They're knocking it out of the park, which is good. It's some, something they need. They need this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, summer begins July 11th. And Tana Bata Days goes until the 7th? Yeah. Do the you 7th have, of like, July. the map with you right now? Yep. When does it end on the map that you have? 7th. So we might see all the stuff come out on the 7th, I feel. Because usually, like, it'll come out when the new map comes out. I think it comes out on the 8th, yeah. I think that's when all the summer stuff comes out. Okay, so the 8th. And you, m- I wonder if we might get some some kind of preview or something it's really early but maybe never know you never know know. that's the thing yeah so i would keep our eyes out if i were you chris Mm, good idea keep keep an eye out for that yeah all right so uh moving on to hong kong disneyland um they finally released details for their marvel 10k weekend 2017 are you gonna Um, do it Probably not. It's hot. I don't really want. It's in <laughs> September. It's going to be hot, yeah. and no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but I have a link on the website, or sorry, in, in the show notes, and we'll we'll have a summary on the website too. Um, so I won't go through all the details, but um, the race for the uh, Captain America 10K is on September 17th. Then they also have shorter races. So there is the Thor 5K. Uh, the Spider-Man 3K, and also Kid Races. And these are on uh, the 16th and the 17th. So the Captain America 10K is only on the 17th. Okay. And the Captain America 10K costs 500 Hong Kong dollars. Mm-hmm. A little pricey, but... I feel like Disney yeah. races in general are a little pricey. Yeah. So it's kind that, of that fits it, you know? That works out to about 65 US dollars. Um, and you must be over 16. Um, the package includes one event t-shirt and one set of event running bib clips. Um, and participants will receive a Captain America 10K medal with a lanyard at the finish line upon completion. And the first three participants to complete the Captain America 10K will receive gifts awarded by Hong Kong Disneyland Resort and Chow Tai Fook Jewelry Co. Limited. Wow. So that's kind of cool. That is really nice. And from what I know, uh, Chow Tai Fook jewelry is pretty well known, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty famous. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then they have similar things for the other races as well. Um, but they don't have anything for, um, you know, the first three people finishing. I guess because, you know, it's, they're shorter and then... The kids won and everything. Yeah. Yeah. More for fun, I guess. That's true. 
I mean, so. and if you guys are doing it, let us know. We want to hear about your experience. Um, like, give us a send a trip report our way, or if you want to tell us about your your trip and what you're doing with the race and how you prepared and everything. To, yeah, send it our way. All right. Yeah, let us know. Um, and just so everyone is aware, uh, registration ends for this on July 31st. So if you're thinking about it, you better get on it quickly. Sign up now, guys. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, let's move on to the crowd forecast. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What? Before you do the crowd forecast, Mm -hmm. can we talk about the summer start at Shanghai? Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yes. Because it looks amazing. (laughs) The summer blast show. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That looks like a lot of fun, actually. I mean, they they have knocked it out of the park. It looks incredible. It's a castle show. Castle show, OLC, are you listening? It's a castle show. And it's got like a double stage. Oh, my gosh. It looks incredible. There's like hang. There's water shooting everywhere. It looks like a blast. Mm -hmm. And there's like an inflatable Hank that looks like he's like coming out of the castle yes. i guess kind of like kind of kind of imagine how um alice when she's stuck in the house and she grows it's kind of like that with hank yeah he's like coming out of the cat like his head's coming out of the castle and then his tentacles are coming out everywhere it's like they really did a good job with this it's it looks like it's high energy it, it just looks like and a they, party and um what's his name maui is his name maui that's right he made his debut yeah, which is actually quite quite interesting. That's cool. That's big news. Um, and one thing that I thought was very um, odd, like an odd choice, but it, it 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 works is there's like a dubstep remix of the Little Mermaid song um, under the sea. Yeah, I thought I thought like that was unexpected. I wasn't <laughs> expecting like a dubstep remix of a of an older Disney song. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, summer begins there uh, at Shanghai Disneyland on July 1st and goes until September. So you got a lot of time to go check out summer. So if you're going, let us know and, you know, give us a short little trip report and maybe we'll we'll read it on on the podcast. All right. All right. Okay, now now it's time. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love how we said, oh, there's no news. There's not a lot of news. And then we just spent the last 15 minutes talking about it. I know. How does this always happen? <laughs> it always happens that way. Okay, now we're going to move on to the, to the crowd forecast. Our crowd forecast information comes from tdrnavi.jp. So you can check your dates that you're going to the park for Tokyo Disney Resort up to six months ahead of time. And the best part is they have this available in English. All right, so this is for the week of July 3rd, 2017. Uh they're predicting rather quiet uh crowds at the park at both parks actually. And even into the weekend um they're predicting about 65 out of 100 on the Saturday, which is rather low for a a weekend. Um my guess is probably because there's no event going on. Yeah, it's like in between, like, right? Yeah, so a lot of the people are gonna are not gonna really be going because they're gonna be waiting for the summer event to start. So it makes sense. So um, if you're going to the park this week, it's gonna be rather quiet. So enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> Even Nemo's been pretty nice, like low wait times. Like it's been around hovering around 35 minutes to at the most about 50 minutes on the weekdays, which is pretty nice. Oh, that is nice. I've been trying Ooh. to get my son to go, and we left the house. It was 35 minutes, and then when we got to the park, it was 50. He's like, nope, not doing it. And I'm like, it's going to get higher. You're so dumb. If you don't go now, you're going to have to wait until after summer. He's like, no, it's okay. We'll go on another weekday, Mommy. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I just fine, to whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. So, in the parks, what 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 have you done in the parks lately? Um, I did pirate stuff. Um <gasps> we did the pirate mystery um I don't know, what did, they just call it pirate's mystery adventure, yep. mystery solving thing. And um it's fairly easy to do. I found it a little bit easier than the Easter event and and people were asking 
is it like the Easter event? Um, well, some things are similar and some things are different, right? Like they're both free um, little like uh, adventures that you can go on in the park. Um, unlike the Easter event, um, you need a smartphone to do this one. So, I mean, you can find the things without the smartphone, but to access um, the information and to access your prize, you're going to need your smartphone and some Wi-Fi. So make sure you have that ready ahead of time if you would like to do the Pirate's Mystery. Um, and you you solve three puzzles and then you get a special reward. So uh, did you do this yet, Chris? No, not yet. I plan on it. The day we were at the park, it was raining and we just didn't want to deal with wet paper or taking our phone out. It's pretty cool and... Um, it's all it's all contained in Adventureland, so you're not going all over the park, you know, which is kind of nice. Um, so you get to really explore that area. Um, the, the performers and the atmosphere people will interact with you uh, as you're looking for clues. So the Adventureland band came out, and uh, they saw they so they set up right next to where like the the next clue was, and then they saw people looking for the clue, and they started playing the pirates' music, and it was really cute. Um, the prize, uh, is interesting, uh, not a physical prize. So, um, eh, I'm a little mad about that, but whatever, it's still fun. And, um, on the back of the map, there's lots of goods that you can buy and snacks that you can eat. Um, so we did that. You know what we did for the first time that I had never done before? What's that? What's that? We did the stitch attraction, the new one. You've never done it? I have. I know. I know. (laughs) How did that happen? Um, but it's adorable. I I really loved it. Hmm. It is one of the cutest attractions. I, I I don't know. I don't know if I like it more than Turtle Talk because they're both really cute. But I really really loved it. It was so adorable. Huh. And it's I so, don't it's so I don't simple. really remember much from Stitch. It was really cute, but it's only in Japanese, and that's like a big complaint that I have because they want international tourists because of the olympics um and other parks offer it in other languages the same exact attraction you know hong kong does it in cantonese in mandarin and in english so surely they can offer it at least i mean um at least in in english and hopefully mandarin as well because we have so many chinese tourists you know i know the majority is japanese but at least put one or two scheduled in there you know would be nice um, other than that, um, shopping, um, I want the new, <laughs> I don't know if it's new. There's like a nail file, like a glass nail file and you can get it, um, engraved. And it seems like it's like a really hot product right now. A lot of people are buying it cause it's like a really reasonable price. You can use it for summer. Um, and it's really cute. So that's kind of hot. Uh, and other than that, just, we were doing attractions and playing around and, you know, just enjoying the parks. What about you, Chris? How how was your in the parks this week? Oh my goodness, I was in Hong Kong this past week. Man, you are all over the place. I know. I <laughs> I don't seem to sit still for very long, <laughs> very long at all. Um, without going into into too much detail, I'll, I'll talk about more stuff later because we did quite a bit in Hong Kong, so I could have full episodes on all the things that we did. Um, Quickly, though, uh, we stayed one night at the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel in the Kingdom Club level, which was fantastic. It's so worth the money. Wow. It looked, your pictures looked amazing. It was, it, it was really lovely. And Mama Explorers was, was with me. So oh. we took it easy and we just had a really good time. We, um, we st- like went to the lounge area because they have snacks all day and drinks and then they have like a cocktail hour they have a breakfast they have a dinner and the best part mickey minnie or donald will come out at the end of the night and do a little greeting in their pajamas that's ridiculous which is so adorable we had minnie when we were there um and we also got a complimentary mickey uh like a little plush badge of Mickey and his PJs and has a little tag on it that says Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel Kingdom Club. I'm like, oh my goodness, that was, yeah. it was so cute. Um, Kingdom Club was so nice. I would definitely do it again. Um, it is a little pricey. Um, the, like The only reason why we did it is because I'm an annual pass holder and they had a 40% off deal for annual pass holders. So 
Um, it worked out to about 500 and 500 some US dollars for the one night. At That was at four, after the 40% off. So it's not cheap. Yeah, but compare that to like a night in a regular room at Miracosta. And what you get for That's it is, is great, you know? Yeah, it was it was such a nice time. It was We loved it. Um, and then we moved over to the Explorer's Lodge, which is my favorite hotel at Hong Kong Disneyland. I love that hotel. It is, you know, it has the word Explorer in it. Like, come on. Okay, I have a question for <laughs> How come you. Not? What? Did you know? I just found this out recently that, um, like, the the tourism slogan for Canada mm-hmm. is, like, keep exploring or something like that. Did you know that? <laughs> um, no. What are the odds of that? I just found that out, like, this week. Where did you... <laughs> I was looking at, like, I... all these, like, it was, like, an infograph of, like, different countries' like, travel slogans. And that was Canada's. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I've, I've never actually heard that. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up right now and I don't really see it. Uh... Oh, well, whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty very, funny, though. Very I like fitting, it. very fitting. That is. It really is. Um, it was super hot in Hong Kong. It was 32, 33 degrees Celsius each day um 90% humidity like it is hot like like this is no Hong Kong's summer is no joke at all and it was only June like Tokyo gets that bad in August mm-hmm. but like Hong Kong's like that from like June to September and apparently that is not even the worst of it yet I was talking to a friend there and they said it gets worse I'm like, how could this be worse? This is terrible. It's basically like walking out into a sauna. Pretty much. So we we took it easy. We took a lot of breaks. We went back to the hotel a lot just to relax, get out of the heat. Um, but overall, like Hong Kong, it was a lot of fun. My mom enjoyed it. She, she had a lovely time. We got to, we did everything. We got to do everything. Um, we even did the um, Marvel superhero summer um walkthrough event uh which i won't get into detail now i'll talk about in the next podcast but we did that it was a lot of fun actually a lot more fun than i thought it would be um and one thing like really quickly what i noticed with it was because if if you listen to our podcast episode for the halloween one one of my complaints about it was it was only in cantonese Mm -hmm. well this one it was in cantonese and english oh nice which was really good so i actually understood what was going on (laughs) Which is which was nice, um, and yeah, and then we uh, we did a whole bunch of other stuff in Hong Kong as well, but I won't go into detail that because um, we have to talk about the robot hotel. Okay, this hotel is bonkers. Let's let's get into it. <laughs> okay, sorry. This is the Henna Henna Hotel Myhama Tokyo Bay, which is the robot hotel. I'm sure you've seen videos, you've heard about it, you've seen it on the news because I know it's been on the news. Especially, like it was on the news in Canada, so I'm guessing it was in the U.S. as well, and probably other parts of the world, um, Australia, um, the U.K., like where wherever you're listening to us from, I'm sure it was on TV at some point. It probably was, um, and of course, I made my own video. It's not on YouTube yet, but I will have it up at some point. I have like a back catalog of like 20 videos now. <laughs> I've been busy, um, but this hotel is just it's. It basically lives up to its name. Henna in Japanese means weird. So the name is very fitting. The Weird Hotel. <laughs> um, the receptionists are velociraptors in little bellhop costumes that speak multiple languages. They help you check into your hotel. Like, <laughs> it's just so, like, just saying that out loud is weird. I mean- you walk in, just... I've only been in the lobby, but you walk in and there's like a giant T-Rex. There's robot fish. You've got the velociraptors at the front desk. I mean, it's just so, it's so quirky and fun. It's it's one of those things that is, it's like only in Japan. Yeah. It really is. It it's, really it's... is. Like, so when I, when I first walked into the, into the lobby, I was actually really creeped out because the the like 
the velociraptors like when they're not talking they're still moving and blinking and stuff yeah. like they're it's like that just creeped me out i'm like oh that is so weird <laughs> they're so they're so multilingual too they'll cycle through each language you know yeah like i, I was playing like w- when you walk up to them they'll like they'll start talking to you and then there's like this little um ipad in front of them and then you select your language so i just cycled through all the languages and there, like, there's Japanese, of course. Uh, there's English, Cantonese, and also Korean. So these velociraptors are smart. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the beginning. How did you make your reservation for this hotel? Um, I booked it right through the website. Actually, um, they have an official website, and um, usually when like when I book these kind of hotels, I kind of check a bunch of places to see if I can get the best deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and booking right through the website was the best deal. We got it for. About $120 a night, Not which bad. was the cheapest I could find. Um, I, I tried sites like Booking.com, Hotels.com, and Agoda.com, mm-hmm. and they all had prices that were 30 or $40 more a night. Wow. So um, we just booked right through the, the website, and it was, it was painless. Like, I got it done in, like, five minutes. Great. So, yeah, OLC needs to, um, you know get on the reservation system to make it this easy because it, it was it was painless it was really super simple to do so yeah um if you just you know type in henna hotel myhama tokyo bay um it, it'll come up right away and there's english website has all the information on there um we stayed in the standard room okay and what what does that which, include um it includes two twin beds so they're they're small beds um and I guess uh, it's it, it's kind of hard to explain if you've never been in, in, in a Japanese business hotel, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like that, meaning everything is very small. It's so if you have a lot compact, of luggage, right? Yeah. So if you have a lot of luggage, um, the standard room is probably going to be very cramped. There's not a lot of space to put large pieces of luggage. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Um, they do have bigger rooms, um, but of course those cost more. Um, is there, but, um, like, so if you do have a lot of luggage, is there like a, uh, like a bag check area? Some hotels will have like, um, like an area where you can like check your bags, like in the lobby area. They have lockers, okay. uh, paid lockers that you can put your stuff in. And how big are those lockers? Um, they had like a variety of sizes, like the small ones, the big ones. So there's, there's uh, quite a few there. Okay, so that's nice. So you have that option. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the room is like, you know, this is a brand new hotel. So everything in the room was very, you know, nice and well kept and everything. Um, it had the, um, you know, the washlet toilet um, and the separate bath and shower. There's like, you know, the sink, the closet, um, TV. Uh, there's free Wi-Fi in the hotel. Super easy to use. Um the one thing about the beds, though, they're very hard. They're not firm, but they're hard. Mm-hmm. So if that's something that concerns you, just be aware that the beds are not soft. Like, for me, like, um, I know, like I've said this a million times, um, I prefer firm beds, right. but these ones were almost too firm for oh. me. Oh, okay. So they're not exactly the most comfortable beds. Um. Um, and yeah, I'm going to have like a full like room tour video as well, too. So you can see all like all the details and stuff like that. Um, one cool thing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, one cool thing they have in there is like this little, uh, robot assistant Uh in the room. It's like this little egg. It's called Tapia. I was just about to ask you about that guy. Okay. Um, (laughs) we couldn't get it to speak English. Apparently it's supposed to speak English, but ours was in Japanese and I tried to change it to English just so mom could use it Mm -hmm. um but we couldn't figure it out like i went through the settings i went through all the settings like there's nothing on here to change it to jap or change it to english and so we just kind of left it so it just it works well when it works let's just put it that way um they have some kinks they need to work out with it it's it's a cute idea like basically it's this little robot and if you speak to it it'll you can ask it like um uh, for like the weather information, or you can ask it ask it to turn on the TV or set the set the temperature for the um, um, air conditioning, turn it off and on. You can have it set an alarm. 
Um, and there's also like little games that will play with you, like rock, paper, scissors Aww. and stuff like that. So it, it's cute um, when you can get it to work. Okay. Um, every time I tried to talk, like I, was, I talked to it in Japanese a few times and for the most part it would understand, but about 80% of the time it would just say, Moichiro, which means say it again or like one more time please and it's just it kept saying that over and over and over and i was getting a little frustrated with them like okay we're done with you you can go to sleep (laughs) (laughs) it's cute though like it's it's one of those cute little things um i'm sure if we called the front desk and asked the nice velociraptors to get us a human um they could have got someone to change it to english but we couldn't be bothered we're like eh, whatever okay cool um I noticed when you go inside, there is like kind of like two food options, right? They have, of course, vending machines, right? Fitting that yeah. robot theme. But they also have a restaurant. Did you get to go into the restaurant? Yes, we ate there for, for breakfast. Awesome. What was that like? Are there robots in the restaurant as well? No, there's it's just dinosaur themed, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no there, there's no uh, robots or anything in it. Um, it's actually reasonably priced. It's 1,800 yen, and it's a buffet, a breakfast buffet. Wow, nice. So, and the food is actually pretty decent. Like, I thought it was going to be kind of whatever, mm-hmm. but I hate to say it, but it was much better than the breakfast buffet at the Tokyo Disney Celebration Hotel. <gasps> oh, oh, okay. Speaking of Celebration Hotel, mm-hmm. going back to the room, the Henna Hotel bathroom versus the Disney the Celebration Hotel bathtub. Which one was better? Which one looked newer? The Henna Hotel. Right, am I right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, just checking. <laughs> All right. Okay. Point. Um But yeah, uh the breakfast buffet was really good. Um we did have an issue though because um with the with the payment. So when we booked the hotel, it asked us if we wanted to add it to our room, mm-hmm. but we weren't sure if we were going to do it. And we thought, well, we'll, like, we'll just add it on when we get there. Mm-hmm. So when we went down there, the woman asked me what our, our room number was. I gave it to her. And then she was checking the list. And, of course, our, our room wasn't on the list because we didn't pay for it. Mm-hmm. And I tried to explain that to her. And she was a little confused mm-hmm. as to why we didn't pay. And I, and I told her, like, well, can we pay now? And she had to phone someone. It was kind of a kind of a pain, but eventually we got it all figured out. Um, and then we had to pay there. But the thing, the weird thing was, we could only pay in cash. Oh, weird! So there was no option to add it to our room or pay with credit card or anything. She said we had to pay in cash. So I thought that was kind of a weird oversight on their part. Right for like a technology <laughs> yeah. hotel, right? Yeah, that was. That, that was a little odd. So just keep that in mind. Um, if you want the breakfast, do it with your reservation and just make it'll just make your life easier. Um, but overall, the food was really good. Um, one of the cool things they had was they have like little ice cream scoops, but they come in like little pods. So what you do is you pull out this little like pod out of the out of the freezer and you just pop out the ice cream and you have like this nice little dome shaped ice cream. Oh, my gosh. It was really cute. Awesome. <laughs> um and for the food, there's like Western options, right? There's um, sausage, bacon, eggs, um, and then there's Japanese, of course, Japanese food. So there's like there's the miso soup, there's uh, fish um, and rice, and I think they had curry as well. And then they have a full drink bar. So there's like coffee, lattes, tea, uh, juices, milk. Um, so yeah, uh, for eighteen hundred yen for a buffet for breakfast, that's actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, not bad. What what else like um about the hotel like do you think is worth mentioning? Um well going back to the the check-in process, mm-hmm. um it wasn't as smooth as it should be, so I hope they kind of improve on it. So um also too like my like my situation is a little more unique mm-hmm. in terms of how I had to check in because when I checked in, it asked for my passport. Well, I don't like in Japan, yeah. like I like since I'm a resident, I don't need my password, but exactly. I'm like, I'm, but I'm a foreigner though. Right. But so they're not supposed to, if you live here, if you're a resident, they're not supposed to ask for it. Yeah. So it was asking me for my passport because it was automated. Right? right. So it was like my passport and I tried to type in my name 
and then it just kind of aired out and then the velociraptor said oh they're gonna get someone and then someone came out and they had to walk me through the process Mm -hmm. and it was kind of (laughs) cumbersome so Mm -hmm. like what happened like so what happened was when i was trying to input my name on it um it wanted my full name in like in the text box so like okay when you see that you think first name space last name right right no, I had to input it my last name and first name together, no spaces. Oh my god, like, it's like the so, freaking Tokyo Disney Reservations website. No spaces, this order, don't make a mistake or it, it's going to error out. Yeah, so that part <sighs> is something they need to fix, but um after like, you know, the person came out, she checked me in um and got us, you know, got us through within like 5 minutes. So it it wasn't all that bad. It was just like, oh, I kind of wanted to do the whole check-in process through the way it's supposed to but mm-hmm. um, it sounds like they have some issues they need to fix in that regards um one other thing about the so like overall the hotel is really like it's it's new it's nice and it's you know very novel like it has that novelty factor you know talking ro- dinosaur robots like come on that's awesome um and it's reasonably priced too about 120 dollars a night that's pretty good yeah the only major downside to this hotel, it is far from the resort. It's closer than the Celebration Hotel. But at least the Celebration <laughs> Hotel has shuttles. Yeah. Whereas the Henna Hotel doesn't, and you're kind of on your own. Yeah, because um, it's so very you, no frills, right? Yeah. So you have to either take a taxi, which I don't recommend. That's going to be expensive. Um, I think um, I, like we, we took the bus uh, just because, you know... I, since I live here, I can kind of, it's, it's easy, easier for me to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know for people who don't speak Japanese, it might be a little intimidating, um, but it, it's about 150 yen. So about a dollar 30 uh, for a one-way trip on the bus. And it's only two bus stops. So it, it take, it's like a five minute bus ride or a 30 minute, 20 to 30 minute walk. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, you kind of want to take the bus. And there's a little bit um, of a, like a ramp. It's like, yeah, there's like and this it's not hill. a scenic walk either, you know what I mean? No, you basically just see buildings, like residential buildings. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly the most pretty view in the world. That's like a gas station uh, and some yeah. warehouses. Yeah, know? yeah, it's it's very resi- it, it, like it's in a residential neighborhood is what it is. Yeah. Um we did we did one time going over the taxi. It comes out to about 700 something yen. So if you okay, have so it's like, not bad. It's not bad. If you have like three people, you know, yeah, you know, like if it's if it's a if it's 150 each person, I mean, it's not terrible. But like if it's just you or if it's two people, it's like, yeah, the bus is better. The bus, like I feel like going to the station is easier than finding the bus from the station to go to the hotel. Like, do you agree? Yeah. It's a little, it's a little intimidating. Yeah. Um, so to kind of explain quickly how to do this, um, and don't worry, I'm, I'm going to have a full review, uh, and I'll, I'll put like the uh, steps on how to get there, and they, they, they also have really good instructions on the official website too, if you need that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you take bus number nine from bus stop number two <laughs> at the Myhama Station bus station. <laughs> I know that's a lot to. To process but like when you come out of the ticket gates at my home station and you kind of start walking towards um towards the uh, monorail station and um and um what's the mall expiry <laughs> when you start walking that way there's a set of stairs that goes down so you follow those stairs as soon as you hit the bottom there's a bus stop right on right on your right and that's the bus stop you want and that's where bus number nine comes and um yeah that's where that's where you want to get on um and it's also like depending on the time of day you go because you know this bus goes into a residential area the bus might be really packed from you know with people going home so oh, that's, that's right that's a good point so yeah that's another thing to keep in mind with that um and you want to get off at the fuji mi go chome stop or, or also the the Fuji Mi Five Chome stop, is what it's called. Is so. the bus that you went on because they're they're starting to change out the buses and like modernize them? 
is the bus that you went on, did it have the screen that's like bilingual now and it shows you the route and it shows it in different languages? Yes, it, it had it in English on there. So that's good. Perfect. Yeah, that's great. Um, another thing about the hotel's location um, is that the location is a little bit far from Disneyland. But actually, it's got some good um, good things around it that you might use if you're a tourist. So there's a laundromat, which you don't see that often, I feel like, in the city, like every once in a while. But it's bright red, easy to see. You can't miss it. So if you need to do some laundry, you can get it done there. Um, there's a lot of convenience stores. Um, yeah, there's actually a Lawson, like, right across the street from Henna Hotel. Right. So if you want snacks or whatever and you don't like want to buy it from the hotel vending machine for whatever reason if you want more variety you can do that um so there's there's actually a little bit of shopping around that area um it's it's weird because there's no train station really close to that hotel no not at all it's kind of like um it's kind of um in between Mm -hmm. train stations so it's kind of like Right in the middle. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like right smack dab in the middle. So you're not close to Mayhama, but you you could walk there. And you're not close to, what is the other station even? I don't even know. Um, I think it's actually the Urayasu station on the metro. Oh, then no. Then it's super far from that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it ain't close. It ain't close. No. Oh. But, um, but yeah, like overall for this. I would say it's worth going for one night just for the for the whole novelty factor. Like it's a nice hotel, it's reasonably priced. You get to check in with Velociraptors that speak English or Chinese or Korean or Japanese. Um and there's robot fish there and you can, you know, swear at this um like little tapia egg in your room <laughs> if it's speaking Japanese and you're trying to get to turn to English. Maybe I did that. I don't know. I'm not going to confirm or deny. But <laughs> but overall, yeah, I it's a nice hotel and I think it's worth going. The only like just keep in mind the downsides, especially how far it is from the station. That's probably one of the biggest, I guess, turnoffs about the hotel. Yeah. It's just how far it is. Yeah, but especially like, if you have luggage, right? Yeah, if you have a lot of luggage, it might be a little little cumbersome, a little cumbersome. So, um I guess it kind of it kind of depends on your situation too. Um, I would say maybe do it like like if if, if you want to like split your stays, mm-hmm. like you know if you want to like maybe do this hotel for a night and then you're going to a Disney hotel or something. It's it's kind of hard to to, to decide if you want to do it like right at the beginning just to do it for one night, and then switch over to the Disney hotel the next day and then just stay there for the rest of your trip. Might be a good option. My son I, wants I, to stay there. And you, like, live not that far from me. I know. That's, like, the weirdest thing about living here is, like, when you stay, like, at, like, one of the Disney hotels or something, um, it's, like, if you forget something, you can just go to the house and get it and come back. You know what I mean? It's, like, it doesn't feel like a vacation. But he really wants to stay there. So I think we're going to do it maybe over the summer. Yeah, why not? If you can get it on the deal, do it. Right? <laughs> So yeah, overall, it it is worth it. Just make sure you weigh the pros and cons. And yeah, I would recommend probably doing it at the beginning of your trip if you're going to Disney. So like, maybe go there the like go there one night before you go into the parks. So you stay there the one night, and then the next morning get up, check out, and then move to Disney. So maybe that like that might be the best way to go. Yeah. All right. So yeah, if like if 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 like any of you end up going to the hotel, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear about it. All right, park tip, park tip. Um, I kind of threw this one together because as I was talking about the bus stuff, yeah, I'm like, you know what would make your life a lot easier? Getting a Suica card to use for the public transit. Yes, please, because and you know what what blows my mind. So many people do not get an IC card here. And it's so much easier. It is so much easier, you guys. You don't have to figure out the fare every time, especially for buses. Because buses, sometimes the fare changes. 
you know and it's confusing it is especially communicating that to the bus driver like in the in the train station there's like a little machine and it's in english and you go beep pop boop and you're done you know but with the buses no way so yes yeah, so Suica is our version of, you know, it's just a, a preloaded card. You put money on, then you can use it for public transit. So as Trishori said, you can pay for the bus with it. Uh, you can pay that for the trains. And you can also buy stuff at most convenience stores with it, too. So you can throw a whole bunch of money on it and just, like, tap away. You don't have to worry about change or anything. Um, and also, it kind of saves you money, too, because when you're paying uh, for a fare, like, uh, like, um, if you're paying for a fare on the bus, mm-hmm. so like, let's say the fare is, I don't know, um, 120 yen or whatever. So that's 120 yen cash. But when you tap your IC card, it might actually just charge you 116 because that is what the fare actually is. But of course, with you know, uh, money, they round it so it's easier. But with a Suica card, they can just charge the exact amount. So in the long run, you end up saving some money too, which is a quite nice um and how to get one super simple you go up to any of the um like jr um machines and you can even do this right at my hama station uh just look for one that says suica on it like above it um of like the uh, ticket machines i'm talking about switch it to english and then just follow the prompts on there you can buy suica card it's a 500 yen deposit which you can get back at the airport if you turn in your IC card and they'll give you your 500 yen back and just follow the prompts, put your money in and boom, you got your card. You're good to go. You can even use it on the Disney monorail. Uh Uh-huh. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Listener question. What is our listener question? Hold on. I lost it. My thing closed. Okay. Okay. Listener question. It's, it's, It's glitching out. Hold on. Okay, it says, I love your website. Who is this from? And Down at the bottom. I know. I, I'm trying to think how to how to read it. I'm so sorry. Agnes Pelksar. I butchered your name. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, but she, she writes, I love your website and podcast. It's 100% responsible for me and my fiancé. Um, adding an extra day of Disney to our planned honeymoon. We're coming in early October for our honeymoon, and I was wondering if you had any recommendations for the park for a honeymoon trip. I think you mentioned honeymoon pins in one of your episodes. Did we? Um, And now, um, and sorry, and how okay or not okay is it for people to hold hands or hug in the parks? And I guess Japan in general, since I know it's a pretty conservative place. Well, first of all, well, first of all, congratulations. Yes. Yay. Yay. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you have a romantic honeymoon. Um, mm-hmm. And so where should we start? Recommendations. Uh, like, I guess, romantic type of things they could do. Disney Sea. the park. Right. Well, of course. Everything yeah. at Disney Sea. At night. Everything. Yeah. Go to Disney Sea. <laughs> <laughs> go to, uh, go to the Magellan's. Gondolas. Oh, the gondolas. Yes. The gondolas are very romantic. You can make a even if you're in there with ten other people. (laughs) You'll feel like you're on your own. Yeah, that's true. You know, really. Um, You, you. There's a part where you close your eyes, you go under a tunnel, and you get to make a wish. You can wish for your future. You can wish for romance. Um, That's. It's just really gorgeous at night, especially with all the flickering lights. And the lights at Disney Sea are designed to kind of like all flicker at different times so it looks like real candlelight um, which is really beautiful um, I think the dining too at the park right I, I would say either um, the Oceano the course side of the restaurant in Hotel Miracosta is beautiful you can get an anniversary um, they, they call it an anniversary package so it could be like um it could be a birthday. It could be an anniversary. It could be celebrating like a special moment in your life. And they'll uh, take a picture of you. They'll give you a little gift with your meal. And there's like a little cake that you can have ordered as well. Um, I think that's a really nice thing that you can do. Of course, Magellan's. Magellan's. Is, um, or if, having if a cocktail. If you can get into Magellan's. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, try, try and make that reservation early um, if you can. 
Um, also having a drink at either the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge or if you can try and get a table um, or a table by the window in the is it the Bella Vista Lounge? I can never remember the name. It is, and um, it's, it's beautiful, yeah. especially at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can see Disney Sea all lit up and everything. It's just all perfection. It's perfection is what it is. <laughs> um, and then you can go on the Tower of Terror because that's very romantic. That's right. <laughs> I know. You have to huddle close. Oh my gosh, so scary. I am terrible at this stuff. I'm terrible at planning honeymoon stuff. <laughs> Um, but yeah, just like pretty much like anything to do with eating at Disney Sea is romantic. It always <laughs> goes back to food with us. It, it's it's true. It really. But I mean, come on. I mean, like I can't recommend that anniversary package enough. Like the the little gift that they give you is really beautiful, and it changes every month. Um, if you're at Disneyland, um, the electrical parade, watching that sparkle and go by. Is really gorgeous. Um, if we're if we're gonna go back to that huddling close together haunted mansion, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a nice attraction for that. Um, you have Blue Vallo, and I absolutely agree. It's um, it's very mood in any any time during the day actually, because it's always night there, so the mood is always really lovely uh, with all those little flickering lights, and you can see the boats going by, which is really pretty. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it for Disneyland, I guess. I get, it's yeah, more, yeah. Like Disney Sea is more romantic, I would say. I think so too. I feel like that's the park for romance. Oh, definitely, hundred percent. Um, let's um, talk about body contact. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, holding hands it's is fine. fine. You yeah, know, it's fine. A peck You're on cool. the cheek, or maybe a peck on the lips is fine. I I wouldn't do more than that. I've seen some young Japanese couples going at it, and people look a little uncomfortable when that happens. And it is yeah kind of a little. Un- I mean yeah. So um no like light. <laughs> I would say light light body contact is fine. <laughs> yes know? yeah. So like holding hands, hugging that's that's fine. Yeah, a little kiss here or there is. Okay, you know. Yeah, just you know, don't have a makeout session. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely, and that goes for other parts of the city as well. Um, yeah, yeah, things fine. Um, and the honeymoon pin. I don't know. Hmm. I don't recall any anything that I can think of. Um. Do they have, like, you know how they have the, the, the pins you can buy now? Like, the buttons? Yeah. I think there's one that's for marriage, I think. I can't remember now. I know there's, like, the first visit and the We Are Family. And... You know what? That's what it was, I think. You're right. They do. They sell those. Um, okay. So, yeah, I think you can buy one of those um, with those, like, little button badges. And then another really, if you're looking for goods, um, and if you go to either like one of the official Disney hotels, Miracosta in particular has some really beautiful like wedding goods. Like there's like mm-hmm. a little bride and groom Mickey and Minnie. There is like some little wedding, um, like really pretty little wedding gifts, like wedding chocolates and things like that, which are really lovely. So go check that out and see what the hotels have um, in terms of merchandise. It's always changing. So I'm not sure exactly what they have right now, but they always have something that's really pretty. Yeah, I know for the Mir Costa, uh, they do have like the Mickey Minnie plushes in their bride and groom outfits, which are really, really cute. So cute. (laughs) Um, But I think that's about it. What about in the city? Like, do you know, like, what's the romantic place to go in the city? The Sky Tree? Yeah, Sky Tree's pretty cool. They have, like, a really nice restaurant at the top. I would do the reservations ahead of time. But that's, yeah, watching the city sparkle or the sunset is really beautiful. Yeah, like, yeah, just, like, getting getting anywhere very high up just, just to see, you know, the vastness of Tokyo at night is <laughs> pretty good. Um, there's, there's endless things to do in Tokyo. I guess it kind of depends on what, what uh, your interests are, I guess. 
Yeah, we should but, actually do like a topic about that because there are a lot of really romantic places, but it's I feel like it's too much to get into right now. Yeah, <laughs> there's know? a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There really is. But um, but yeah, th- thank you so much for your question. Um, Ag- Agnes, I'm so sorry if we're butchering your name. So sorry. Um, again, I hope you both have a wonderful honeymoon. And once you both get back, send us another email and let us know how it went. Yeah. Or, or if you see us in the parks, make sure you stop and say hello. And if anyone else has uh, questions they want to ask on the podcast, you can send them to us, contact at tdrexplore.com. And if you're on our Patreon, you can also uh, post your questions on the community form there. All right. One last thing before we go. If you're looking to buy your theme park tickets for either Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, or Shanghai Disneyland, you can buy them right through our affiliate Kluke, and I'll have a link in the show notes. And you can get little discounts on your park tickets, which is always a good thing. Everyone loves to save some money. And Kluke also offers a whole wide range of other tickets for other um, attractions in Tokyo and other parts of Japan, also Hong Kong and and also parts of Shanghai. And they also have things such as SIM cards and Wi-Fi mobile devices. So make sure you check them out through our link in the show notes. Um, And also making any purchases through that does help keep everything running. So we really do appreciate it. And it, it is a service that we highly recommend. All right. That's it for episode 90. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, 10 more to go, Chris. 10 more, 10 more. And remember, guys, send us your suggestions on what you would like us to do for episode 100. We're taking suggestions. Think big. And don't forget. Think big. Yeah, think think big. Think huge. Think like Oprah big. Well, okay, maybe not (laughs) Not that that big. big. We don't have that kind of money. (laughs) (laughs) That's not in our budget, but you know. You know, something big, something big. Um, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on Google Play Music. And send us your questions or suggestions for the show. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us. If you know someone planning their trip to the Disney parks here in Asia, well, you send them our way and we'll help them out. All right. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com. Also on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer. And also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And you can find me on my personal Twitter at Vernon Lover. And pretty soon stuffing my face with Chippendale themed food at the parks. You'll be like a little <laughs> chipmunk. I will. I'm going to be stuffing them in my face and <laughs> big fat cheeks. <laughs> and joining as always is the beautiful Patricia. You guys, we love you. Thank you for listening. Um, everything that Chris said and keep exploring. We stole Canada's slogan. I can't believe it. I sent you a link, by the way, Chris. Um, I saw that. Okay. Keep exploring and um, send us your adventures. Bye bye. <laughs>